Hello, Oregon. It's Monday, July 13th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Videos posted online appear to show a federal police officer shooting a protester in the head with an impact munition outside the federal courthouse in downtown Portland on Saturday. The man suffered skull fractures and required surgery, according to his mother. The incident places new scrutiny on federal involvement in policing protests in Portland, where courts have restricted local police, but not federal agents, from using crowd control munitions against nonviolent protesters. Some local, state, and federal elected officials placed blame for the incident with President Donald Trump, who on Friday during a military briefing in Florida spoke approvingly of more aggressive enforcement by federal Homeland Security personnel. The injured protester, identified by his mother as 26-year-old Donovan LaBella, was shown in the video across the street from the courthouse, holding a speaker above his head. Police, who appear to be federal officers, throw a canister that lands at his feet, which he lightly tosses away, toward the officers. It lands partway across the street. A few seconds later, a firing sound is heard, and the man collapses to the ground, dropping the speaker. Oregon's top nursing home regulators received repeated warnings and even acknowledged privately that the coronavirus could decimate a Southeast Portland care facility. But they failed to take fast and aggressive action before the first 10 residents died, according to an investigation by the Oregonian and Oregon Lives' Fedora Zarhan. State officials were told as early as March 25th, about a month after Oregon's first case, that healthcare at Foster Creek was struggling to protect its residents from the coronavirus according to records obtained by The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A caretaker who worked in the facility filed a complaint warning the Oregon Department of Human Services of inadequate safeguards and impending death. Coronavirus cases linked to healthcare at Foster Creek quickly ballooned, eventually infecting 120 people and killing 34. By the time the last resident was evacuated on May 5th, the facility accounted for one out of every four deaths statewide, and it remains Oregon's deadliest outbreak. Blaming a lack of protective equipment for state regulators, authorities waited nine days to inspect the facility after the March 25th complaint, but inexplicably found no violations on their first 47-minute visit. They returned a week later to uncover a slew of problems, including some outlined in the initial and subsequent complaints. Among them, caregivers wearing the same masks for entire shifts, employees not washing hands between interactions with residents, and workers moving between units with and without known coronavirus infections, potentially serving as conduits to spread the dangerous disease. A widely touted $23 million hit to downtown Portland businesses attributed to nightly downtown protests was in fact almost entirely tied to lost sales at Pioneer Place Mall, which closed due to the coronavirus, not protests. Portland police cited the figure during a news conference on Wednesday to help illustrate the damage from six weeks of demonstrations over police brutality. National media repeated the estimate, which came from a Portland Business Alliance survey of 91 businesses conducted between June 1st and June 18th about protest-related damages. One respondent said the business lost a million dollars every day during that time period. Pioneer Place appears to be the only downtown entity that has shops, restaurants, thousands of employees, and the ability to consistently generate a million dollars in daily sales if the mall was allowed to open. But malls in Multnomah County weren't approved to begin reopening amid the coronavirus pandemic until June 19th, one day after the survey ended. 
The shopping center reopened June 23rd, even as protests continued. The Portland Business Alliance said the survey was conducted at the request of city officials, including the mayor's office. A Vancouver man in his 30s, who was soon to be married, died unexpectedly Tuesday after contracting COVID-19, according to public health officials. At 34, Don Tran is among the youngest to die of the illness in the Portland metro area. He had no underlying health conditions, according to the Clark County Health Department. Tran had been planning to marry his fiancée in August, the Colombian newspaper reported, but pushed back the wedding because of the pandemic. The couple was in the process of buying a home together when Tran died, according to an online fundraising page. Clark County has seen more than 1,100 cases of the coronavirus as of Friday afternoon, and 32 people have died of the illness. Thanks for listening. You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.